This is Almost 107, a Fanshawe College Journalism student podcast. Get real. Baking is an art and science of cooking. It's a sensory experience that brings people together through the comforting aromas and delicious flavors it produces. Every single speckle of gold, every single sprinkle is placed with intent and exactly where it's supposed to be. Hi, I'm Heli Khetani and in this episode of Almost 107, we'll talk with Jarvi Makheja, who is part-time chef, has her own small business and also a student of Fanshawe. So let's take a sweet dive into the world of baking. Whether you are a seasonal baker or someone who enjoys home treats, this episode is for you. Mmm, that smells awesome. Well, Jarvi is always cooking something. So, what are you making, Jarvi? Um, I am making a pumpkin pecan pie. Let me just put these pecans on top of the pie. It is ready to bake. Let me put it in the oven. <laughs> Give me one sec. <laughs> I put my timer. So, pumpkin pecan pie, hmm? That sounds very fall themed, isn't it? It is. So, because fall is here, yay. I'm making a pumpkin pie, uh, pumpkin pecan pie for all my housemates because they're the sweetest and I wanted to gift them for the new school year. Oh, I love it. So, um, this all just got me a little curious, like, what is baking exactly? Baking. Baking, first of all, is lovely. <laughs> um, baking, I would say, is a form of science and a form of art. So, as far as science goes, with food, you're experimenting and there's all these chemical reactions going on in the oven and even on the stove when you're baking something. Um, and then when it is already baked, when you decorate it or when you plate it, that is a form of art. So I would say baked goods are a form of art that you can eat. <laughs> That's very interesting perspective. I've never thought of it. Like, <laughs> awesome um what is the most interesting thing you find about baking one of the most interesting things i find about baking is how baking in, baking basically develops you as a person it builds patience when you're waiting for your desserts to be baked it builds delicacy when you're icing things when you're piping when you're making chocolate runouts it brings out the creative human being in you the creative side of you while you're plating the desserts or you're decorating them it also brings out the sort of scientist in you and a um, human brain how you as a person can bake all these desserts with just flour sugar and eggs it just increases your value as a person that's what i believe and for baking how you also need to find a balance between delicacy, softness, and stamina and strength. You have to pick up all these huge, huge cakes and desserts for events and transport them. And while you're plating, you also have to have the most delicate hand. Every single speckle of gold, every single sprinkle is placed with intent and exactly where it's supposed to be. You use tweezers so that you can be precise. Having that balance between strength, stamina, and brutes, it is very difficult and explains who you are as a person. (laughs) 
it's it's beautiful and absolutely magical so i have heard this thing that um people first eat from their eyes and <laughs> then from their mouths what is the importance of visuals in cooking or baking um so as far as visuals go i think they're very important because when you're looking at a, a plated food you're sort of impressed by the skills of the chef and how beautiful it looks and it looks like a piece of art but okay so most of these chefs actually know this and it's a secret um so people actually eat halfway or like 80 percent of the way from their nose when something smells good it brings appetite and you know when you're like okay take this scenario your mom's making like a, a an absolutely lovely stew at home and you just came home from work you smell it and automatically you're salivating and you have this huge appetite <laughs> so you basically eat more than halfway from your nose <laughs> and that's why we focus a lot on the smell of the food all these fragrance things like um you see when you see a chocolate cake you want to smell chocolate like the decadent feeling of chocolate and when there's a fruit cake you want to smell fresh fruits and when you're eating something like um a gumbo for instance you smell garlic and all these spices and that's what you and that's what makes you feel hungry and it just makes you want to eat the food immediately right <laughs> yeah i mean okay my mouth is watering for sure <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's my alarm. Ah, uh, the pumpkin pie is ready. The pumpkin pan pie. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> wow. Oh, that smells good. I will take. I will give you a, a slice. All Let right. me know if you like it. <laughs> I cannot wait. Okay, here you go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Okay. Okay. Tell me if you like it. Mmm. <laughs> I'm gonna finish this one. I'm gonna finish this one. <laughs> yeah, but so, um, this is sweet, right? And I've heard a lot about savory baking as well. What is that? Well, what do you think of when you think of a baker? A chef with like baguettes and breads in their hand. <laughs> You eat bread every day. It is a savory food item. You eat sandwiches every day. Savory food item. And also, um, so I know most of the world loves pizza. Pizza is baked. Exactly. I mean, you won't believe, but since last week, I've had like eight pizzas. Wow. Okay. That is a lot of pizzas, girl. <laughs> but um, except for pizza, so many things. So, you know how fall is here and winter's around the corner. Um, shepherd's pie. <laughs> shepherd's pie, pot pies, all these pies, like all these savory pies that um, fill you up and comfort you during winters. They're all baked. And one of the most famous things, like shepherd's pie, it's so famous and everyone loves it. It is baked. And also, asobuco is baked in an oven. Most of the things are made with ovens a lot of the traditional french foods as well <laughs> mm -hmm. so um wait so since you have since you have been doing this for um, like so many years i guess yeah it's been 
how how much i'm 19 i started when i was what 13 so six years yeah oh my god so like you have been doing this from for like six years so what sort of challenges you have faced while baking oh my gosh <laughs> so many um so initially i one of the main things that i was facing um was having enough strength and having enough stamina to do to like bake for what eight hours ten hours straight because um i was um like i was baking a lot of muffins and a lot of uh a lot of cupcakes around that time so i was like doing catering orders and it took me hours to finish them like a thousand cupcakes or something (laughs) it took a lot of time and a lot of labor like i had to put in so much energy and and i didn't have enough breaks in that i was getting tired and that is one of the most that is one of the main things that a lot of bakers face and also you have to like be up at night most of the times when you're baking bread for bread people need fresh fresh bread at like 9 a.m or 8 a.m because they gotta make food right so for that you have to bake them all night and make keep making them so that takes a lot of energy as well and not having a good sleep schedule can actually really mess you up so those were one of the main things that i was you know facing (laughs) but we're all good now i'm i'm strong i'm a strong girl (laughs) yes you are and the struggle brings happiness too it does oh my gosh you have any personal sort of story that you remember yes oh my gosh i have so many but my favorite one would be um while i was doing my internship um at a bakery i remember i had that morning i had made these cupcakes and these um gluten-free brownies and i was selling them like i was uh on cash as well so there was this couple there was like there were these two senior citizens who were a couple and they were so cute together first of all (laughs) that was adorable and they were looking at all the desserts that um, we had made that day and they actually wanted to um have some of the cupcakes or the brownies that i had made and i sold them to the couple and the face that they were baking while they were eating it oh my gosh that was adorable they were thanking me for all this yummy food and they loved it and they were like calling me the granddaughter that they never had and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) it was adorable i just love seeing people smile after eating the food that i made it's adorable that's so nice i mean that's heartwarming story i, I like it, it. <laughs> <laughs> so um moving to um the business kind of strategy uh, like since you are doing your own small business of cakes i guess yeah <laughs> so um what sort of strategy like a business strategy you would like to share for um startups hmm should i <laughs> <laughs> you should <laughs> okay um so one of the things that i would say is definitely understanding your market so once you know um okay the people who buy from me are of these are of this age group and prefer this thing so for me it is um heart-shaped bento cakes 
like the bento small cakes uh cause city of london has a lot of students um they really like to have those little cakes and the heart-shaped ones are actually really famous right now so you gotta look into trends so once you know about what trends are there what kind of people what kind of things people are having and what they like and also what their budget would be so for students a low budget would be preferable so taking those things into consideration like your market is one of the most important things and also making sure you know a wholesaler because once you know a wholesaler they will give you things on a good price and make sure you have a good goodwill with them because they will help you they will help you with things and you'll never know and you will thank them and thank me for telling you this <laughs> obviously i guess social media is also a good platform like social media is always good but especially if you want to like do smart uh, startups or you want to share you know uh your small scale business then yeah. it's, it's, it's an awesome yeah way. definitely be consistent on your social media keep posting every day so that people have new content and they see what's new because I have so many customers who come in and ask oh what have you made new this week and you always have to keep up with the season like it's fall now so a lot of pumpkin and lots of nuts and a lot of spicy cakes like i remember i made this cardamom cake the other day people loved it so making sure that you are consistent and also know what people need and have variety is really important like around christmas i'm sure a lot of the businesses are going to sell like a lot of christmas themed cakes and christmas themed desserts in general like tarts and stuff so make sure that you know what's going on and also what's trending so social media plays a really big role for like a business <laughs> and a consumer mm -hmm. that's awesome strategy and i hope many of our audience would love to try this strategy of yours so um well lastly um there are still many parts of the world that things cooking or baking or culinary arts it's it's not worth it so what sort of advice you'd like to give to the students or people who want to get into this industry hmm. so one of the main things that i would say is love what you do if you don't actually love what you're doing if you don't actually love cooking or baking whatever you're going into you will tap out of it because this industry takes a lot from you but i believe it's also extremely rewarding once you are at that level when you know stuff you know your stuff and you have enough connections this industry is very giving it'll help you out and of course like it's food industry everyone needs food so there's money in that but also it is so rewarding in terms of um lifestyle and but it also takes a lot from you like you have to have that kind of energy and that kind of passion for it i know so many people who quit but if you are someone who is new to it and is in love with this industry make sure you sustain that love and you shouldn't have to think of it as a chore this is not a chore it's fun time <laughs> I mean, at least for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so well there was charvi makheja thank you charvi thank you so much heli it was really nice being here <laughs> Thank you for listening to my episode. I am Heli Khetani. Find other episodes of Almost 107 on our website 1069thex.com or subscribe where you get your podcast. Mm-hmm.